all this time, Porter. Everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. Johnny and Kelly. Kelly, how you doing? Doing pretty good, brother. That's awesome. Johnny, man, how you doing today? Uh, doing all right. And, man, we're here. We're going to be looking at WCCW 63, which is March 12, 1983. And we open up with a Jimmy Garvin and Sunshine interview. Um, what what you think of this, Johnny? Because it, it pretty much... Uh, eliminates the angle that you have yeah. not liked, so that's yes. it's gotta be good news for you. This is good news, even though the explanation was even convoluted. From yeah, Garvin's point, he's like, because uh, he's gonna, he's, he says he's had a change of heart. He's agreeing to be on TV because I've got a young man up against the wall, you know, and uh, so while well, I had tapes, and now I've got tapes of him that I've watched, so I'm ready, so. Then I'll be on television, and then he literally, he literally said, "And that's completed now." <laughs> like he was just like, but I think it was God. because he was getting a shot at David's Texas right. time. But it's, yeah. it literally said when he said, "That's completed now." It literally sounded like he's like, "We can we can get by this, okay?" And yeah, it's a, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm glad I get it. It's over. But I think what they're trying to do, and again, it just wasn't well done and executed. Was I'm going to get a shot at David's title. He has no film on me. I have film on him. I have an advantage. It's just a heel tactic. Yeah, but then he turns out, yeah. It didn't quite, it just didn't get it. I mean, it, it's a lot more basic than how they made it out, honestly. But then he turns it around into what could have just been the reason to begin with. He said, yes, and now I will wrestle on television because it's for the title. If he just come yeah. out, he's like, I'm not going to be on TV unless it's for a title shot. You know, like, okay, that makes sense. It, it was a long way to get to this. but Yeah, exactly. No, you're absolutely right, John. What about you, Kelly? What were you thinking here? Um, Yeah, I mean, that's true. They, they did kind of pay off the no filming thing in the sense that now, yeah, Gorgeous Jimmy has what he want, wanted. He gets the title shot, the Texas title shot with David in uh, return for agreeing to being filmed. So at least they tried to make sense of it without just dropping it cold like a lot of promoters would have done or, or you know. So there is some logic there. Um, otherwise, for me, this really hit home how robotic Bill Mercer is as a <laughs> commentator during this. He's, he's literally reading from a script. Here. He had, he, you can see him. He's reading what, um, you know, all the points and everything right in front of him. Well, you need There's a just, script to be able to follow this convoluted fucking angle. <laughs> yeah, that's true to and an extent. But, but there's just no heart to his oh commentary, like compared to so many other commentators at the time. Well, wait till he tells us all about how California is a great place to be playing baseball. He's very enthusiastic about that. 
Yeah, you know, uh, but then, you know, the one thing about Mercer is he has his strengths, and I think his strengths are his out and about being the reporter guy. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's but it's not as a play-by-play announcer. It just felt like it felt like he'd be better suited just as the Mean Gene role. Yeah, yeah, he'd be fine. Like I mean, his his like man on the street stuff is we've like we've we've loved all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he has a strength, and he like like all of us, and yeah. But because promotions are naturally cheap, they don't like to, you know, uh, they, they they like to use you and abuse you in certain ways, and even if something's not, not very good at it, if yeah. they're paying no you, really they want to get you, they want to get you to do as much as humanly possible. And uh, back then, no one really gave a shit. All yeah. That much, to, be per- no. to be perfectly fair, you had your Gordon Sullys and your uh, Lance Russells and what have you, but there's tons of shitty announcers. You didn't notice. You didn't give a shit. Yeah, you know the the good ones stood out, and the bad ones you just threw on a wood pile in a way. Uh, but I thought the promo uh, morphed into a pretty good poem promo by Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy's great. And awesome. Um, and then this leads into a. A match where I think uh, Kelly's going to hate, but my God, I thought Johnny Mantell was a pretty good baby face here uh, with Erwin versus Johnny Mantell between a pair of good workers, I thought, um, or solid workers. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. I'm, uh, I thought I. Well, I'm going to deny what I want to defend it first and uh, okay. I'll let you, uh, you can disagree then. I mean, I'm liking his baby face, the Mantel's baby face offense, even though he's not a great baby face. Um, I like him keeping Erwin off the arm, off balance with arm drags and drop kicks, you know, baby face 101. Um, I thought uh, Erwin's running kick looked very good. Um, Mantel takes his shoulder bump. To set up Herman's heat, which I enjoyed that. I mean, I thought the psychology here was really sound. Um, nice sun flip, spit, flip for a huge hope spot. Um, I thought the work was just really well, well done. Um, it was like kind of like your baby face versus heel match, uh, but like your steamboat light type of uh, uh, work uh, for very light. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Obviously, I know you're not a fan of him. Um, I like Cowboy Johnny more than you. Um, I don't think he's a super worker, uh, but I mean, it was just funny because he did. He worked under a mask, which I think he'd probably be more effective with because he doesn't have a he doesn't have a classic babyface look. He looks like Obviously. his fucking brother. Yeah, well, you know, a lot of people do. Brothers do. Like, <laughs> I'm just um, saying, I know that, but his brother's ugly motherfucker too. So you're right; he doesn't look like a baby. Yeah, I mean, he's not a baby face, but he, I thought he was a good baby face. Like good baby face psychology. Uh, I, I thought, yeah, like yeah, he wore to the hood in California, which I think he would have done better. Um, but I thought, I thought, I thought the psychology was good. Yeah, I mean, technically, I, I suppose um, it's all good. Uh, Johnny Mantel. He did wear a hood in, in Dallas not too long ago. Remember, he was Destroyer number oh, yeah. two. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I completely he was. That. He was also the Canadian Tom Steele in the Six Men, the finals of the Six Men. Oh, that's right. Uh, tournament just a couple months before. Um, and I don't think he's changed his appearance really at all. So memorable. So memorable. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, they were, they were doing fine heel and babyface work, but I just couldn't give less of a shit 
about this match. No, no, that I, that I can understand. You're not into the characters. I mean, yeah, that's what wrestling's about, is the characters. And the characters don't uh, get you. And I, I, I mean, I'm trust me, I'm not a big, I'm not saying Johnny Mantel is like super worker, but I, I can appreciate what he was trying to do here. And uh, um, yeah, he's a he baby face who lacks charisma. I mean, so I mean, it's hard to get behind him. Uh, but I thought, but I thought what he did, I thought he, I mean, I thought he was like I, I, I thought he was uh I thought he, I thought his psychology was Almadrill level. <laughs> Almadrill level now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I thought there was like it's a, not a solid, crazy here. Don't say anything. A solid two and a half star match. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's like I said, technically fine, but I just there's I have zero emotional investment. I mean, this is the first we've seen of Johnny Mantel and then and Bill Irwin is a guy that He's um, as stale as as weak old bread. He needs to he needs to take a, a break from the territory like a few other guys have done well, already. He's gonna become the super D eventually. Yes, yes. I don't know um, if he ever really leaves for a long time. I think I think he does. I did when I was watching this match. I checked because I was curious because I was thinking. I know okay, he gets check. a run as a long rider in uh, AWA with his brother. Yeah, that's few years later that's 85 ish 86 yeah 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 no the super destroyer thing is coming up by, by the end of this year by the end of 83 um johnny mantel is here off and on until 1986 so we're gonna get to see a lot of him and uh we'll we'll get, we have plenty of time to form um Definitive opinions on his work. But you know, as uh, a third string babyface, he's not bad. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. he's going uh, to be pecked under the Von Erichs, Iceman, Chris Adams tree. So, I mean, he's going to be behind those guys on the babyface order. So, yeah. And I, it's just this match reminded me of so many of those dull uh, MSG, 1980s MSG undercard matches that both of both Pete and myself have endured. Yeah. In the last year, and this just it felt like that. Where there's but no, I'll take I'll really. take Mantel over uh, Brian and Diaz. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Mantel, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, look, Mantel's not a bad wrestler. He's just he's a, he's a Mantel. Yeah. Right. He's just generic, yeah. And it's another time limit draw. In, in, the, in the first, they always start the fucking show with a time limit draw. It's not. That's not. Getting things going on a hot start, you know. It's just, it's a, and it's a leftover from 1982 um, that they got to get rid of somehow, please. Oh, they're about. Well, you know, maybe they're, maybe they are. Maybe Fritz is saving something. <laughs> okay. So, John Mantell, he's from Monte County. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> Where's you- that? I don't know, but uh, Bill Mercer. I love Johnny on a. Sounds like he's doing stand up right now. It's <laughs> my first notes is hey. Monte. Hey, hey, hey. So, how about that Monte County? Because apparently Bill Mercer says it's as Texas as Texas can be. Am I right, folks? Because that's what he says. It's as te- he's, putting, he's trying to beat home that this young baby face is from Texas. Because he says Monte County, Texas. 35 times in this match. It's bad, bad shit. <laughs> and then he 
starts talking about Wild Bill Irwin's boots and why cowboys wore boots like that in great detail about when they were riding through the range and 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 slaughtering innocent people while building this great country. They wore this for that reason. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Then he starts talking about California and why it's a wonderful place to learn how to play baseball or play baseball because the weather is always great for baseball, much like Monte County or some shit like that. And I'm like, what? The? And then I, I just realized this is another fucking draw. Why is this a fucking draw? Bill's <laughs> rab, Bill's babbling about nonsense. And it's another goddamn draw. Just, because they're both on the same pecking order uh, as Babyface and a heel, I think. But oh my god, it's to be a count out or something. Just these fucking yeah. draws are gonna kill me. Uh, and it's and, and this is a straight up nepotism because okay. the candy well, man. Well, okay. Well, here's a question. Here's a question, then, fellas. What's you? What's driving you more nuts? The 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 time limit draws or the extended squashes? Uh, the other both sequels. Like the uh, next match we're talking about, <laughs> Yatsu and Bond. It's like, why did that need to go? With I, that, it's, that's, yeah. that's a tough call, Pete. But it's a very tough call. And a good point. But I'm going to say the draws. Really? Yeah, at least this yeah. draw was at least me. I, I enjoyed it. So, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the fucking squashes. I just want to poke my eyes out. But you know, it's, it's not a draw. It's a tie match. Yeah. According to match. Bill Mercer, this is a tie yeah. match. That's yeah. that's a Bill Mercerism, right? And I guess since Ken Mantell is the Booker now, he's just like not going to wrestle anymore. And he's and there's a spot open for my brother. That's some nepotism. <laughs> oh yeah, you're reading yeah. into this completely, making shit up. Well, he does have a permanent spot Kelly now going forward. And now Kelly backing him up is even more. <laughs> Can't trust him. Can't trust the fucking retails. Well, it's fucking wrestling. Of course, there's fucking nepotism. <laughs> what? When wasn't there nepotism? When when family was involved? Look, there's in- only room for one. I mean, fuck God- your whole goddamn re- your WWE's nepotism hey, to the stream. Look, there's only room for one major case of nepotism in world class championship wrestling, and that. <laughs> Not Mantel's. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's the yeah, I know. There's the Von Erics you can be bitching and moaning about, but you fucking picking on fucking Johnny Mantel just trying to make ends meet. Well, uh, the Von Eric oh. nepotism hasn't really kicked into high gear yet, yeah. though. Poor oh, poor Johnny Mantel. You know he's making a killing, fucking being the dealer in that fucking locker room. Mm. All right. Well, cockfighting on the side. <laughs> Behind the sportatorium. <laughs> what about Yatsu and Bond? This is one of these, you know, it's like, fuck, another one squash. <laughs> one thing about Dusty Rhodes is Booker. He never, he, he didn't take, unless it was like the Midnights or someone who fucking could do entertaining squashes, long ones. They never happened. They were like two minutes. These fucking stretch out sometimes. It's like, fuck, end this. Uh, Kelly, what 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 do you think this? Um, on top of this is fucking sloppy. Yeah, the funny thing is with uh, Mike Bond, I made the same mistake I made with him like six months ago or whenever he last was in there. I thought it was Mike Vaughn, 
And I oh. thought that's what his name was, so that's what I wrote down first. And I did that the previous time. Um, yeah, he's I even, back. I don't even. I don't, I don't even remember that we saw him before. Yes, I'm yeah. a jobber for it. Yeah, yeah. Are you supposed to really remember them if they're good? Yeah. Well, I, I just remember them. Yeah, because of the Vaughn Bond right, mix up. I, that. Well, I mean, again, Kelly, you do have a fetish for jobbers, so. <laughs> uh, do I? <laughs> you do. You have special names for them, okay? I left. I left that behind with the Titans years. Um, I'm, oh, have I'm, you? Okay. Sorry. I'm over the jobbers. Um, I did. I did look up where he had been, and he was in Mid South, if you care, for six months or so. Now he's back. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of offense for him in this. Um, Bundy entered the ring before the match, mm. and and made a vague challenge to Hussein, or maybe it was a challenge uh, for Kabuki against Yatsu because Kabuki was put on the shelf it, by Yatsu. Yeah, it, it's 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 uh, there's only room for one of us in this town. Yeah, yeah. Um, he punched Hussein before he left, so that's cool. And um, yeah, Yatsu mostly mauled Bond, but Bond got in some offense in the crowd. You know, Dallas man, they're the most forgiving city in the world. They just love any babyface of any kind. And so they actually get behind Mike Bond here. Yeah, and he explains the fucking fans of the Cowboys who fucking <laughs> right. They're the biggest, saddest fucking fans I've ever seen. <laughs> nice power slam again by Yatsu. Always looks like it's on the verge of totally, he's totally losing control of it. Um... And then the stomach claw finishes off Mike Vaughn or Bond or whatever. That's uh, the other thing I can't believe. They're fucking letting him with the with the claw. Do you, I mean, do you think they have? I mean, obviously right. it never happened, but it seems like you would have plans with a Von Erich and be using a claw as a finisher. Yeah, maybe at this point they were because they're clearly building him up as like this year's version of the Kabuki. Um, I have no idea how far it goes. I, I've never seen. Um, no, I, I, this, so. I, I recall uh, Chris Adams feud. That's it. Okay, so well, he st- sticks around for a bit, then I guess. When did you get this thing, John? All right, so I didn't even remember Mike Bond and uh, with that hair, and he looked just like Waterson in Dazed and Confused. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> and uh, and then fucking Hussein's still there, and I got because I just assumed maybe getting squashed like that by the Iceman when he was fucking gone, but no. And but, but Bundy's challenge was fun. That was awesome. Bundy was great on the stick. And again, you, just like you said, Pete, it's just like, oh, this is, why is this long? Why is he getting a comeback? And I'm thinking, is this, you just list the, listed all the baby faces. Is, is maybe Mike Bond one of them too? Like the, the bottom of the rung? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what happened. They they have uh, in the old territories. I mean, they they'd have jobbers, but for the most part, like these jobbers on TV would be on. We work in the territory for a couple months, and uh, and that's what it was with Bond and stuff. Because with with this TV, we really haven't seen a lot of straight up jobbers. Yeah, there's just different levels of on the roster. I think. 
There's not a lot of guys who get out there and get squashed. And yeah, old, old Kelly would have found this fascinating. Old, old, old. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the jobbers in Allentown had more charm to them, I think, than the Dallas jobbers. Oh yeah, yeah. because they're fucking gr- greasy. And- yeah, exactly. Those are like dirty, grimy jobbers. Yeah, they- <laughs> okay, Mike, Mike Bond's got nothing on Steve Travis. That's all I got to say. Oh, Travis wasn't I mean, a jobber. Of course not. He never won Rookie of the Year. <laughs> yeah, um, you have. What did you think of this Hassan promo? Uh, dude, nothing really. It was just he. How do you respond to King Bum Bundy saying this? And he's rattled off some shit, and it was it was quick. I don't, and I, I thought don't it was care. one of his better care. ones. I think it was because it was quick. What What about you, <laughs> Kelly? Yeah, same thing. I, Hussein for me is just he's the number one target. For me, that needs to he needs to be eliminated ASAP. And then we get the video package of video of all video package. <laughs> you have fucking Iceman Parsons dancing, working in the ice thing, right? <laughs> fucking Harvey Martin cameo. This oh, that's cool. Good. Oh, okay, that's who that was. What? What? Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you didn't know who Harvey Martin was in fucking '83 in Dallas, uh. You, I mean, it's pathetic. If you think some of the the Dallas defense was good now, that was a defense. Um, mm-hmm. Go on, John. Tell us about this segment. I'll fucking ask what it is. So, okay. When this starts, it, it, this, this shit's so good that the dubbed-over music they chose kind of worked. And it didn't bother me. didn't bother me. It was fine. Because what, cause it fit what was going on. And what was going on? was fucking tremendous. At first, I was like, what the fuck is this? It's Iceman Parsons at the Ice House house with tongs picking ice. I'm like, are they going to show him delivering fucking ice? That's fucking crazy. No, he's working out. This is how the Iceman works out. He goes back down to where he used to work at the Ice House, and he's flexing ice and carrying ice and dancing and posing, and then the motherfucker starts headbutting ice. Ha! And boom. gets it over. Gets and his head over. And smash. And then he does the butt bump through yep. the fucking ice. And, <laughs> then, and then it quick cuts to him at the club dancing and getting his groove down at the club and, and hanging out with Harvey Martin or whatever his name is. And uh, this is the greatest fucking thing. This was all, this was worth sitting through all the bullshit that we watched uh, for this fucking show. This is the greatest goddamn thing. Uh, this made me so happy. Uh, it, this was the best. The best. He had put in the fucking ice. <laughs> and you watch this. This is how you get a fucking baby face over, a new baby face over to your territory. They have done an incredible job. They put mm-hmm. him over uh, in, within seconds, a scummy heel and uh, Armand Hussan earlier. Mm-hmm. We have next week's show. Well, mm-hmm. we'll talk about what he does there. But, my God, the pieces they're doing here. And then you get this incredible video package that gets him and all of his moves over, and he comes across like the coolest motherfucker. He's hanging out with Harvey Martin. This is how you get a baby face over. But um, it's also bonkers, because it's like he's headbutting giant blocks of ice. ice. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, and it works. It's so and awesome. awesome. Uh, because it's, 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 he comes across larger than life, and it's, 
And I love how they, yeah. And I love how they show him. So they show how he gets to the Iceman moniker, which I loved. Um, yeah. What about you? So it's kind of like giving us this backstory. Um, yeah. What what'd you what do you think of it, Kelly? Yeah, cold facts about the Iceman. <laughs> that was like the screen graphic. No. Yeah, yeah. It's a, you've said it all. It, it was a great video. I love the ice stuff. I mean, that shit's heavy. I can't believe he would do that. It's crazy carrying that on his back. Um, In a little dancing at the boat. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was fantastic. Yeah, and you're right about the dub music. It, it almost felt authentic that you, know, you thought maybe, oh, maybe they didn't dub over this. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah really good stuff. Iceman's awesome. Um, you know, he's, he's really... And, you know, ironically, the Iceman has heated up the territory. Oh, my God. Um, uh, he uh, there. Oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> he's, he, he's literally my favorite wrestler right now. Watching this, by far. Yeah. Yeah, because we've got to see him right from the beginning and, and the week-by-week week progression so far. It's uh, it's beautiful stuff, because I'd never seen this before. I've, I've seen Iceman before, but not... How it developed from the see, I, I was growing up on this stuff, and so yeah. I and, and and then Adams became my two favorite wrestlers. Yeah, and, and and then I was living in St. Louis at the time, and so um, and that's where I spent built from, right. um, and so it was like, oh man, a wrestler from St. Louis, uh, uh, that made it even sweeter. Uh, yeah, and right now at, at this segment here, this show now is turning into a super hot show. Um, because then we get a David Von Erich interview, and what's he talking about, Johnny? Well, he's talking to Jimmy Garvin, and just uh, this is good. David's good here. You know, David's not, you know, he has he stumbles here and there a little bit, but when he's talking calm, and he just he he, he gets this line off on Jimmy Garvin. He's talking about Jimmy Garvin. He's like, I'll talk about everything Jimmy Garvin said he's gonna do to him. And he's like, you look deep into my eyes, son. You're gonna get what you want. But you know you you know you might regret it that kind of shit and it was good and it was authentic and short and uh, it was perfect you know for David Von Erich to be like not screaming I mean like okay boy because he's new he's the new guy you know you see if you could take my Texas title away from me this is you know this title means the most to me of any title because it's the Texas title so yeah I like I, I I love David talking yeah I thought it was well done and I I mean. Uh, I think him and Garvin, I mean, we end up seeing the chemistry later. Um, but, yeah, they, they do have great – I think their chemistry outside the ring was even better than inside the ring. It was really weird. Uh, what uh, What about you, uh, Kelly? How are you feeling about this interview? Yeah, uh, David's great um, on the mic. And they really get over the fact that he's been the Texas champion pretty much exclusively for years now. Um, so that makes it even more important when Garvin goes for it. Um, Going to be a great rivalry. Feels like a very natural pairing. Good chemistry together. Yeah, yeah. As it's everything's well, not everything, but a lot of things are clicking now in yeah. Dallas. Yeah, so that's why it's the hottest territory in the company, in the world at this point. I think. Um, mm. You don't think so, John? I don't. I don't think it is yet. Yeah, okay. it's getting there. It's not you're right. It's not there yet, but it's fucking getting there. Yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, yeah. watching all of 1982, 
I mean, and then just keeping it going into 1983, you'd see it just turn like, so quickly it's it's been amazing i've loved you know it made going through 1982 so worth it yeah because you're seeing it yeah it's so great to watch it it's like we're we've gone back in time and we're watching this weekly i i I, this is the best way to watch old wrestling um by far you're right kelly um and then we get this fucking awesome little sprint of a carrie von eric uh carrie Carrie, Mike, Carrie Von Eric, Carrie Hayes, Mike, purely sexy Hayes, in like this seven, six and a half, seven minute violent sprint. What, what you make of this, Kelly? Yeah, yeah, cool match. Uh, I'd never seen this before. Of course, they they have a, a very famous match later in the year, so it's cool to see the very first match between the two. Um, although I thought it was maybe almost too big for. Just to be on TV, um, I don't know. I think that's it's, why they kept it short. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not going to get a giveaway too much. Oh, you're going to get. See, you're, that's the thing. Roster is still small. There's a ton of on Eric's fighting Freebirds that's on free TV. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, lots of it. Um, wild scrap from the get go. Uh, molten hot crowd, of course. Uh, then we get more bad Mercer. Hayes, the man from Bad Town. Bad Town, or so he says. No, he <laughs> yeah, How does he say. make Bad Street sound lame as hell? You know? <laughs> by, call, you know, by calling bad it Bad Town. town. Fucking, that's a fucking street on Sesame Street. Okay? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, you know, Oscar lives on the corner of Bad Town and Grouch Boulevard. <laughs> bad yeah. Town, he's the worst. <laughs> Uh, back and forth match. Neither man was in control for very long um, until Hayes targets Carrie's bad knee uh, that goes back months and Carrie had surgery and he missed time. And so he unwraps the bandage, but Carrie gets a flash roll up. And now here we go. It's it's David Manning's turn to fuck uh, things up. Because <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> Michael Hayes clearly kicks out <laughs> before the Three count. Um, yeah, Jesus. I mean, I I have more notes about this later. I think maybe it's even for the next episode. I'll leave it till then. Then I'll have my thesis on David Manning. But then I I just went off here. There's a lot. My notes are all fuck this, fuck that. Uh, Words words that were censored in the last episode. And then he has the gall to take the mic, and and this is after the the Freebirds um, interfere, and and he he takes the mic and orders the Freebirds or uh, orders Gordy and Roberts to come to the ring to start the tag match. You know, ugh, he's well, just okay, well, so since involved. You, since you brought it up, it's the way he did it. It's you hear David yell at David Manning, going, "You tell him, Manning." And he gets on, and he doesn't say, like, the referee has determined, or, or, or anything like that. He goes, well, I agree. Get out. He goes, the Von Erics want you right now. And I agree. So get out of here. Like, I agree. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You're making yourself part of that asshole. I will say, as an adult, I hate David Manning. As a kid, you loved him because you were, you know, 
you you liked him cheating for the fucking. <laughs> you know, you know what? I what kind of I don't know. I don't think I would have liked him if I was a kid. You've been in the minority because he was over. Uh, no, he is. He is over. It's just he, so annoying. When I yeah, was, yeah, he's annoying. I agree. I, As an I adult, was, you notice that stuff a lot more. It's a lot more blatant. Um, when I when I was watching World Class, the, the brief time I did, he wasn't doing a lot of that shit. This I'm seeing this shit for the first time. I mean, well, I was well, watching he, this shit weekly uh, growing up, and yeah, this was. Uh, he wasn't uh, doing this shit in the eighties, eighty six. Uh, Not that I can recall. We'll see. There's, I mean, well, yeah, you guys haven't seen the, the world's greatest okay, baby sure. face video of David Manning at the fucking park. Oh, God. Uh, I can't wait for that one to show up. I don't know what year that is. That might be 84. I'm um, looking forward to that. So, yeah, that's going to be a great one. I'm gonna, I can't wait to hear Johnny's description of it. Um, what star rating did you give this, Kelly? I didn't put stars on it. It was okay. I don't know. It's pretty short. Um, I mean, it yeah, I did. I felt we got a lot in there. I thought we got a lot of story crammed in there. Oh, uh, totally. Yeah, totally serve its purpose. Totally set up. You know, future matches continues the story. Yeah, I yeah, I just I didn't drop any stars on it. But uh, no, I would recommend it. The finish though with the the pin just pissed me off to no end. <laughs> Well, I gave it. I gave it. I gave it three and a half stars. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I thought it was a super heated fight. I love Carrie's punches to the shoulder. Carrie's focusing on the arm. Hayes, and you know what? I'm going to ask you guys this. Do you guys think maybe Michael Hayes might be the most underrated worker in the history of wrestling? Where I mean. Back in, the, in in real time in the 80s, people, I mean, hell, you still hear Bill Watts talk about what a shitty worker he was. Mm-hmm. And and even and the hardcores back in the 80s didn't think much of him. But going through the 80s sets, he was a guy who people started thinking a lot higher of. I mean, he's looked great here. He looked great in Mid-South, I've seen. He looked good in the Houston footage. Um, I think the guy might be, might be one of the most underrated talents out there because people don't give him enough credit for what he did well. All they remember what he didn't do well. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I think Hayes he, is great. I love it. Yeah. Love yeah, I do too. He's very similar to Roddy Piper, I think, in that yeah. assessment of his career that, oh, yes, he's had you know awesome charisma and he was part of a ton of big angles and was a great heel and got great heat, but he didn't have any good matches. That sort of bullcrap. That has, has sort of been um, slowly reversed. Oh, totally. Freeman would be bullshit. I mean, Piper, Piper definitely more so. Hayes hasn't had as quite the reappraisal, uh, reappraisal of his um, career or in ring as Piper has. But no, it's it, it's there. He was he was good. Yeah. Well, well I hope it, I hope it, they, people do go back and look at it because Michael Hayes. When you when you want to use the who's a, what's a great professional wrestler is that guy because it's a it's a performance it's a performance and the point of the performance is to connect with that crowd and work that crowd with your work in the ring whatever it may be and Michael Hayes was one of the best ever yeah that so that's yeah so I don't want you know. 
So yeah, I don't. I, I I think he's great. I mean, I think a lot of people look back at the shitty Freebirds with Garvin and WCW, and it just cl- yeah everything. And, yeah, I think his later runs kind of like even as like in '89 in WCW. Um, I I honestly thought he was a good baby face, and yeah, I just thought his push wasn't as deserving as he should have been. Because uh, I honestly I thought he was just as I thought he. And when when there was Sting and Luger and your two baby faces, I thought Michael Hayes made a great third, uh, but I, they they didn't believe in that. Um, well, well, then since we're talking about Michael Hayes, I only have one other thing I wrote down about this match. He says this: he, you oh, the Mike catches him yelling at the crowd. Don't you wish you were just half the man I am? And I was like, God damn, he's the best. He is. He's the best. Yeah, and then I'm like you were saying, Kelly, I like how he's after the knee. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then, you know, which pays back to Night Watching in 1982. Yep. Love the punches to the knee. Love the uh, uh, the, the bandage ripping. Uh, it was a great visual. Uh, and, uh, and then Hayes, Hayes gets his heat back on the finish, uh, which I thought was well done because they lay out carry. Uh, and, you you know, you, yeah, yeah, you... you Gary won the won the won the battle, but Michael won the war for that for that week for that night because uh, I yeah. laid him out. Uh, if I'd have booked it, I would have had Hayes had his foot on the ropes at okay. the pin, and and oh, Manning he... missed that instead of the blatant kick out at two or two and a half. You know. Yeah, so I really liked the beat down, and then we oh, got so you great. know uh, Kevin and, and David coming out for the save. Um, you know, I mean, I thought I thought that was really good the post match and stuff. And we have some news from uh, our sponsor, Pro Wrestling Only. Johnny, what, what, what's going on? Well, I don't know if it's news, but it's definitely the plugs. Uh, hey, check out ProWrestlingOnly.com to explore other podcasts, along with match reviews, features and retrospectives, reviews of wrestling books, video games and matches, playlists, wrestler appearances in non-wrestling TV shows and movies, and more. You can also join the conversation by signing up at the PWO forums. They've been online for over a decade, and with over 2,000 registered members and an archive of over 4 million threads, their message board is a vibrant community all its own. Whether you want to talk about a specific match in their match discussion archive, take a deep dive in the microscope forum, or discuss more general topics from wrestling Wrestling's past and present and future. Check out all this and more at ProWrestlingOnly.com. And speaking of those podcasts, Kelly? Yes, well, let's take a look at this week in Pro Wrestling Only podcast. First up, we have Lucha Afterground. And they're looking at episodes 18 and 19 of Lucha Underground. And they're getting closer to the big finale Johnny and I are actually slated to make an appearance, I believe, on the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, fans, look out for that. Um, it's hosted my, by my best friend Travis and his pal Max. Johnny's uh, going in cold. You haven't watched cold. an episode in years, huh? Cold. I don't. Episode. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Johnny's seen any before, right? I've seen clips and, clips. and yeah. stuff, and I and I loved almost everything I saw. So. Yeah. I haven't seen anything since season two. I've watched quite a bit of the first two seasons, but none of the last two. But I love I love me some Willie Mack, the Mack. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be looking at his match. He reminds me of Rufus R. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. Uh, he's, a, yeah, he's, he's pro wrestling, man. He's as pro wrestling as a gift. Charismatic guy, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I like the guy who turns into a dragon or some shit like that. That that was all right. That's Drago. Drago. Um, match of the week podcast with Tim and Tanner. They look at the famous Bret Hart versus Steve Austin submission match from WrestleMania 13, one of the greatest matches of all time. And um, yeah, but check that out, folks. On who booked this this week? We have another wacky one. This one's uh, when Chucky from Child's Play was on WCW Nitro. You guys remember that? I do. I don't, thank God. I, I do, totally. I, I do because every now and then, just every now and then, I'd flip over and go, oh, what are they doing? And it was fucking Chucky having an argument with Rick Steiner. And yes. Went, <laughs> and flip back. That's, oh, I'm listening to that one. Yeah, October 12th, 1998. For some reason, I thought it was far more into the really bad years for, yeah. for uh, WCW than that. But um, I guess that was a harbinger of, of the future for them. Um, but I totally remember that. Yeah, that makes sense, because I was watching Nitro pretty much every week at that point. Um, greetings from Allentown. Peter Winston this week, he's looking at ECW, Hardcore TV, from September 26, 1995. Some really fun stuff on that show. This one has uh, Steve Austin when he was uh, there for a few months spoofing Hulk Hogan. That's a pretty famous uh, segment. It has Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis. Uh, that's a legendary match, or they had a few legendary matches there. And, then, of course, that would get them signed with WCW in 1996. So, yeah, look at the feed. We have great variety. We're, we're touching on all kinds of promotions here. Pete, what are you doing this week on This Week in Wrestling? Um, in the one way we just dropped, we uh, looked at New Japan Pro Wrestling, the king of pro wrestling, where they just reshuffled the deck and uh, uh, just totally uh, changed the dynamic of the promotion. Um, here are our thoughts on that. Uh, we looked at the NAL most current episode of NXT. We looked at the debut episode of NXT UK. And we looked at MLW episode Fusion, episode number 25. So we covered all that and talked about uh, WWE going to Saudi Arabia and our thoughts on that. And uh, if you're interested in hearing it, check it out on This Week in Wrestling. And that sets up, you know, the David Von Erich, Kevin Von Erich versus Gordy and Roberts tag, which I I didn't particularly care for. I felt like it was just... uh, uh, it wasn't bad or anything, but it just felt like it was one long heat segment. Uh, well, so much. Or just a big shine segment, I mean. Um, well, or it was okay. I mean, well, I mean, you need to talk to him. To, tell me, Onyx and Kelly, and then Johnny. You know. <laughs> um, well, at least Bronco was the referee for this. At least they, um, he didn't That's have bad. Manning. So, so really, Bronco. it was a lot of, it, it of the Manning shit that really just put you off at with that last match uh well yeah I, I i maybe i didn't explain it but yeah the finish with the kick out hayes kicking out and then manning still counting three that i don't know that just really and i'm, I'm maybe working myself into a no, shoot see, with you, David see, you see i missed i missed that i missed oh really that. yeah i did i didn't notice that he kicked out Oh, I thought it was pretty obvious to the point that I, I thought I didn't notice it either. To tell you the truth, oh, because at first I thought Mercer was wrong, and it was only a two count. 
Um, that's how how clear I thought it was. And then I, I watched it back again. And yeah, it's 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 a two and a half at least kick out by oh, I, be- I believe you. I was watching on my phone on the patio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but and like I said, yeah, I think a foot on the ropes would have been better for that sort oh, of yeah, uh, finish. Because um, it just the, uh, for me that just blatantly made Manning look like you know he's he's in the back pocket of the Von Erichs that he's he's counting threes on on phantom pins now it's just outrageous anyway um <laughs> i'll dial it back a bit no, uh, I've, I've i've overtaken johnny as the prime david manning hater. you hate him worse than i do well yeah <laughs> yeah no i think i, I well i him and armand hussein can go to a fucking island somewhere and just never come Fuck. back <laughs> <laughs> they can do that they can do whatever they want on the island. Just stay away from Sportatorium. Um, anyway. Anyway, so this tag, yeah, so, like, yeah, Bronco being the ref, at least they didn't uh, have David, after calling the the Freebirds to the ring and all that, just be the referee. So at least they uh, had that attention to detail. Um, huge shine by Kevin to start. Uh, yeah, this was this was pretty dominant by the faces. Uh, David comes in, gets Gordy in a sleeper. Gordy's almost done, but he tags out at the last second to Roberts. Um, this is a lot like the previous match, actually. Back and forth. Uh, Frantic pace. Nobody's really gaining the advantage. Um, and there was an awesome flying splash from oh Kevin God. out of nowhere. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That was amazing. That, yeah, that was cool. And that's when things broke down. You have what uh, you would call back then a Pier 6 brawl with all four in the ring. Gordy gets trapped in the ropes, uh, and then Kevin puts the claw on him. Kevin's out of control, which is consistent with his character. Um, I thought he almost came across as almost heelish. I mean, well, yeah, knocking down Bronco. I mean, yeah, Bronco's a sympathetic guy. Oh, no, dude. Yeah. This is Stone Cold Kevin Von Erich going on <laughs> down to the black fucking tights. When, when, yeah, do, when do you see Kevin Von Erich wear black tights? Normally he's, hey, you know, no. normal laid-back laid Kevin in his white tights. He's put yeah. on the black tights. This is bad Kevin. Yeah, I don't think he's ever worn black. Um, And, yeah, Bron- Bronco gets knocked down multiple times. Yeah, he, he kicks him. He kicks Bronco Leverich in the gut twice. <laughs> But it's great because I mean Kevin really sells it afterwards with the promo. He's he hates Gordy. He's really pissed off at Gordy. Um, I yeah, I thought the finish to this was awesome because it got really wild. Um, Roberts gets tossed into the corner and hung upside down. Um, nothing is is resolved. This is just pure chaos. Um, back to back, yeah, these matches. I think I like the tag better, actually. Now that I think about it, I think I did. Um, I did not, but because <laughs> I, I, I really liked Carrie and Michael, but I thought it was just getting really good, and then they went to the finish on that one. Um, I mean, it definitely had more legs to it. I mean, yeah, yeah, that one could have got really crazy too. This one actually, I think, went to that level um, where the referee has to throw it out because it's too wild. Um, 
And then the well, we'll talk about the promo. But yeah, the match was was fun, super fun. I right, let's talk about the promo then, Johnny. Well, real quick, I just again, I loved this match. This was to me, it was super out of control, wild. Yeah. That splash was unbelievable, and that's what I loved about it. I'm like this felt like a fight, and you give me that, man, any day of the week, you know. It's, Better than a draw, and the, 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 the out-of-control Kevin Von Erich, who's kicking old men and, and won't let go of a claw to a motherfucker who's tied in the ropes. Shit. Yeah. It was great. Anyway, Von Erichs are there, and it, as I said, bad Kevin, because he fucking wants Terry goddamn Bam Bam Gordy, and I want him in a no-DQ match, because I want my title back, motherfucker. <laughs> I want my title back, and I want this match. No DQ. You got that, motherfucker? I want my title back. Fucking love it. Oh, he he's crazy intense. Um, David's awesome with his promo. And then Carrie. <laughs> Duh. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you, and just, I feel bad for Carrie. If he tries. He tries. He can't bring that heat. You got Kevin bringing oh. nuclear heat, David bringing yeah. nuclear heat, and Kerry tries, and he's just too nice. <laughs> I know, too he's a nice. nice guy. He's too fucking nice. He's too, yeah, you know, he might be the biggest jock who's also a uh, emo guy, you know? Um. Everyone says, <laughs> everything I've ever read about Kerry, I remember in Bret Hart's book specifically, was that despite anything, drugs, what have you, they're like, he was just a big sweet dummy, yeah. Backstage, and then he was, a, but he was a sweet, you know, sensitive dude. And it's hard. He's for him to bring. I mean, he he tries here, but it. Uh, well, you can tell that he plans it out. Like his promos, yeah. he he basically has lines that he's tempted to memorize, but then when it comes time to actually deliver them, he fucks it all up, and it's nonsensical and marble boofed. <laughs> And you I definitely tell he hung out with his mom a lot. Um. <laughs> oh, come on, no, dude, he's a, he's an amazing fucking worker. He's a sensitive dude. He 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 doesn't. He's not all hey, how you doing in the ring and everything. He's an amazing no. in ring performer. Yeah, he just can't do that. Yeah, no, just can't cut a promo to save his life. And not because yeah. it, it, it's not because he's a big dumb jock. It's because he's too nice. That's uh, I feel bad for the guy. <laughs> Man, on that note, I, I it went from pretty, you know, sterile show to fucking hot, hot, mm-hmm. bad town city, huh? Bad town, <laughs> bad town city, <laughs> bad town city, USA. <laughs> Is that the knockoff? <laughs> you know, that's what? the dumb version. I'd still, I'd rather listen to Bad Town City, USA <laughs> than I'm a free bird. What's your excuse? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. Bad Town, USA. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, and then on a sad note, I mean, we had Dick Slater pass away, who was a, you know, really great worker in Mid-South. And Don Leo worker. Jonathan also passed away recently. And Don Leo Jonathan, I mean... Roman Reigns, leukemia, man, a lot of bad things have happened to good people uh, or not so good people. Um, he, he was Roman's one of the good guys. Uh, Slater <laughs> had his demons. Um, I love him. 
But man, I, love- I mean, it really tugs your heart about Roman Reigns and stuff. The guy, because the guy almost seems invincible. He looks like a modern day superhero. Hey. Well, he's beaten it. He's beaten it once before, man. He could beat it again. Yeah, yeah for sure. No, it's awful. Totally awful. Awfulness. Um, Don Leo, he lived um, yeah. not too awful. far. Well, he lived a long life, but he also lived very close to uh, where I am, like a thirty-minute drive. Yeah, Langley, suburb of Vancouver. That's where he's lived, or he'd lived from the early '60s. Yeah, I, I I didn't even think about it, but I mean, it probably would have been something I could have done conceivably. If you're um, a morbid son of a bitch. Uh, no morbid. <laughs> I went to Owen Hart's funeral years ago. Oh, did you? <laughs> well, I was outside the funeral home, so okay. technically. <laughs> Kelly, yeah, Kelly, anything you want to plug? Uh, no, no plugs. Um, nah, no, sorry. Johnny, what episode on Daredevil are you in, brother? Seven. It's fantastic, but I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to even risk spoiling anything for you. Thanks, don't, because I'm on episode three. Um, not even going to. Not going there. Follow me on Titans of Wrestling. Have a, check me out on, of course, This Week in Wrestling. Have a great week. Find some wrestling you love and watch it. And later. My heartaches and troubles are just up and gone The moment that you come in view And with your hand in mine, dear I could dance on and on And I could waltz across Texas with you across Texas with you in my arms Walsh across Texas with you Like a storybook ending I'm lost in your charms And I could waltz across Texas with you